Hello and welcome to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local artist and art teacher Terry Ritter. Hi, how are you Caroline? I am great. How are you Terry? I'm excited to be here. I am so excited you're here. You have quite a wonderful story but before we dive into it... Let's go into your early life. Where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Sarasota, Florida. Okay. Um, my parent. I was about five when we moved there, so I really consider myself a Floridian. And what Sarasota like, or what was it like back then when you were growing up? Oh my gosh! Um, every Wednesday we went fishing. You know, it was out in the ocean. Uh, no, just off the bridges and off oh, wow. the, the beaches were wide open. You didn't okay. have all the big high rises and condos. And, okay. Um, it was a. It was also a big art community because we had the John Ringling Art Museum there, and his home, and the John Ringling School. So even your public schools were real big into arts. So you know, all the kids got an early start. That was it. Was part of your curriculum from kindergarten on up. Wow. So you didn't necessarily have that aha moment of I love art. You were just always surrounded by it. Always surrounded <laughs> by it. Yeah. I mean, you know. Th- any special events seems like they were held at the, the grounds of the art museum. Um, so you were always around it. If people came to visit. They wanted to go see it. The beach and the museum. The beach and the museum. You know. And uh, But growing up, for me, I wanted the beach. Well, of course. Yeah. That's you know, a little I, more you know, exciting. The, yeah. When you're little, it's a little harder to sit down and just paint. Yeah. You know, a lot of coloring. <laughs> <laughs> So when did you realize it was more than just a fun hobby, something that you were surrounded by? It was your passion. Probably in high school. Okay. And um, I had some great teachers in high school. In fact, I have a painting hanging on a wall at home that I call my seniors. It was my final exam for my senior in high school. And it hung in my parents' house for umpteen years. And after they had both passed away, it ended up, believe it or not, in the shed at my house. And my husband found it one day. And I was just going to throw it out. And I thought, now I'm going to keep it. I've been taught never throw a canvas away. So I put it on an easel. I kept looking at it. And then I went to work on it again as wow. a senior. And it's it's just, it's my favorite painting ever with the changes to it. What kind of style is it? It's abstract. Okay. Um, it was done back then with tempura paint. Then I added acrylic paints and varnishes and things. And it's just, I look at it hanging on the wall in my house now. And I'm like, there's my start and there's my start. Wow. And abstract has always been your style. Did you ever depart from that? I did for a while. Um, maybe about 10 years ago, I really got into watercolors and doing landscapes and things like that. But I never felt really comfortable. And a friend of mine said, she walked into my studio one day after I changed from that, and she looked around at pictures hanging. She says, wow, you found your voice. Isn't that great when other people see it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I love watercolors, and I love doing the abstracts, but um, a little thing that a lot of people don't know about me, and it's not a big deal, but um, I am a few years ago, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. But a few years before that, God took me out of watercolor and landscapes and back into abstracts. Well, you know what? Abstracts don't care if I have a shaky hand. Isn't that great? Isn't that cool? From from the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't know when I got back into abstracts how my life was going to change and how I could still continue to express myself however I wanted. Right. Because that type of diagnosis, you don't know how rapidly it could affect you. Whether it'll change, whether it won't change. 
Um, and so having this evolving medium that I work with is just so cool. But I see, I go look back at that painting from high school, and I'm using the same colors. I'm painting in the same palette. And it just amazes me that over a lot of years <laughs> that it's still there. Yes, especially through so many different life experiences and trials, not just your diagnosis, but you were a flight attendant for a while, right? 30 years. 30 years as a flight yeah. attendant. Yeah, I was going to do it for five. Now, how'd you get sucked into that? How do you even get started in becoming well, a flight attendant? I was in college and I was studying art and I thought, I'm not going to make a living at art. So I've got to do something else. I had an aunt who was one of one of the first flight attendants or stewardess. Cool. Yeah. Yes, back in the days. So I got an application, applied to United Airlines, and lo and behold, I got hired. What was the training like back then? Back then, you went to Chicago for United. Each airline mm -hmm. has their own training center. Ours was in Chicago. And I have to say, at that point in time, I'd never seen snow. I'd never been on an airplane till I flew to training. <laughs> many, many shocks. <laughs> yeah. And um, so it was six weeks long, very intense. Um, everything was, um, we had a weight restriction. In fact, mine at that time at 5'6 was 125 pounds. And they could pull you at any time. And if you were overweight, you went home. And I went into the training at 125 pounds. I'd go to cafeteria for meals and my roommates would take food off my tray. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this was also, what, were the dress codes super intense? Yes. Were you wearing skirts, heels? Yes. Well, we had heels and we did go into pants, but they were, you know, tailored suit type pants for um, our uniforms. That is not comfortable for a long <laughs> time to be on a plane and on your feet. Well, we could change into one inch to two inch heels on the okay. plane, but you know, which was good. It helped your feet to change shoes. But um, yeah, for 30 years and 20 of that, 25 of it, I flew international. Wow. So where was your home base? I moved around. Okay. I was based in Newark, Cleveland, Chicago, LA, San Francisco. Wow. So, so when you were traveling internationally, where were you going? Everywhere or was it a certain leg? It was everywhere, um, but I preferred when I was based out of um, L.A. to fly to Sydney. Those were just because we had nice layovers there, and I met people there and had things to do. I also loved when I flew out of Chicago, I flew Tokyo all the time or Seoul. You've been you, everywhere. Yeah. When you go to Europe or South America out of the U.S., you have short layovers. Mm -hmm. You know, you get there, you have time for dinner, and you want to go to bed because you've got to get up and fly a long trip home. So if you go way far away, you get longer layovers. I'm Caroline Moore, and I am chatting with art teacher and artist Terry Ritter. She was a flight attendant for many years. Now, you said that you wanted to do just five, mm -hmm. but you got sucked into doing 30. 30. <laughs> So what happened there? <laughs> well, it was good pay. We kept, our union kept getting us better pay. And for that time in our country, it was really good pay for a woman. And um, it also gave me, uh, during that 30 years, I got married. I've been married 36 years now. Um, and it allowed me to transfer and move as my husband was moving around. He left the business world and went into full-time ministry. And then I got involved in prison ministry. So it just gave me the wow. freedom to do a lot of things that um, I couldn't have done if I had a nine-to-five job. Can you tell us a little bit about prison ministry? Yeah, I got involved when, I, when we lived. I was based in Chicago and we lived in Wisconsin. My husband was a pastor of a church. 
And we, the ministry that I was involved with called Discipleship Unlimited, uh, did prison uh, retreats for women in prison. And we'd go in there for anywhere from a weekend to a week long. Um, we were down in Waco, Texas, and Gainesville, Texas, where there's a ton of prisons down there, and um, spent time on the psych wards and the death row and different things, and just ministered to women. When you ministered, were you just talking with them? Was there any sort of artistic aspect, or had that just kind of left your life for a that, little bit? That had left my life okay. at that point. Yeah. Those 30 years of flying, I really didn't do any painting. It's like it just went on hold. And um, I injured my back and my neck at work and had to take an early retirement. And I'm like, oh, I have time to do things. And we moved to Tennessee, and I got involved with the Cumberland County Playhouse. So there was another artistic outlet. And then I started painting again. But I'd say in the last eight years is when it's really become full-time. I'm curious how you chose Tennessee. How did you find Cookville, of all places? (laughs) Um, well, some friends at the jail down in Sarasota, where my husband had now become the chaplain for the uh, Sarasota Sheriff's County chaplain, um, he uh, heard about Crossville and Cookville. And we actually moved up into Cumberland Cove first. Okay. And then six years ago, we moved back. We moved into Cookville. We're so glad we're down here in the city. Oh, we're glad you're here. And I love <laughs> hearing when people call Cookville a city. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, it is. We're, a, we're a micropolis. Right. As they would say. Now, how did you end up getting involved in the community here artistically? Well, I had heard about the Cookville Art Studio. And so I went in to see it. And I thought, well, I want to check it out before I join as a member. And they have, on the last Monday of every month, a critique time where you can bring in paintings. And they have some well-known artists in the area that come in and critique them. And I thought, well, that's a good way to find out what these people are like. Are they going to be nice about this? Are they going to be you know, helpful? Right. <laughs> they were wonderful. But I brought in abstracts. <laughs> and um, uh, I won't mention his name, but at the time <laughs> he said, uh, he was doing the critique, and he says, I have to tell you, I don't like abstract. I don't understand abstract. So I'm going to let somebody else. Agnes, will you do the critique? <laughs> oh, good. Well, at least he said exactly. he, he was not going to be right. a fair judge. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have to say before that, when we were living in the Cove, I had gotten involved at it, Fairfield Glade at the art center out there. But moving to Cookville, that was just too far away. So I wanted to find something closer. I'm so glad I found the art center here. And I guess it was my second or third third visit in there, I was talking to two of the ladies, and they were just getting ready, planning for a painting with the stars. Which is an event coming up. Yes, it is coming up. (laughs) And I said, well, if I can help, let me know. Well, little did I know (laughs) that I was going to become majorly involved, but it was wonderful. Well, I can't wait to talk more about painting with the stars and so many other events that you're involved with here, including an upcoming show. Yay! More with Cherry Ritter just right after the break.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Hello and welcome back to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore and today I am chatting with local artist and art teacher Terry Ritter. Hi. Hello, hello. Now, there is an upcoming event called Painting with the Stars yeah. that you're hosting. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, we're really excited about it. It's a fundraiser. We need to redo our whole gallery, so we need to re- raise a lot of money. It's not something that grants pay for. So um, this Painting with the Stars, we the stars are the local celebrities around the Upper Cumberland area. And by celebrities, I mean people that are just well-known, whether it's the mayor or or it could be a councilman or just a doctor or a banker, people that, oh, I know that name. I want to go see them. Well, these are people who are not artists. In fact, um, <laughs> one of our guests said, well, I can't paint. And I said, you're missing the point. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hello. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. Yeah. That's the whole premise. That's the same <laughs> premise. And so they're going to paint their first paintings. And at the end of the evening, we're going to auction those paintings off. So hopefully some of them will paint more than one. We're going to have more canvases in case they're speed painters. You never know. Um, we're excited because we have Jay Coot coming. The voice champion. Yes. <laughs> and he's he's not coming to entertain. I mean, if he wants to sing, I'm never going to tell him no. Oh, we would all welcome it, Jake, if you're listening. Yes. Bring your guitar. <laughs> but our goal is for him to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have hors d'oeuvres and beverages and wine and Um, You know, just a a good time of relaxing and people will be able to walk around and watch them painting. We don't want you to really stop them from painting because we want to sell their paintings. Right. Don't distract them too much. (laughs) Yes. Um, But you'll be able to see what they're doing and interact with them during that time. And um, it starts, it's going to be July 14th and we're having the painters, the celebrities come at four and we'll give them about a 20 minute to a half hour tutorial or show them how to use acrylic paints and get them started and we'll be helping them Um, we won't be painting for them but they have questions or suggestions we'll be keeping them fed and watered and yes and paint maybe a little wine maybe a little wine (laughs) if they want it yeah i noticed painting got a whole lot better in 2019 the more wine they drank and this is at the cookville art studio yes okay and that's at 186 south walnut suite a in Cookville. In Cookville, yes. Um, and so then it's going to be the auction is fun. So um, it we, sounds like a lot of fun. We encourage people to come. And what's that old saying about uh, bid high and bid often? All so, right, bring bring your wallets. Yes. Bring the checkbook. Yes, um, you're going to want these paintings, and they're probably going to be the first and only paintings that some of these people do. 
Y'all, come one, come all. It <laughs> yeah. is the place to see and be seen. So this is Painting with the Stars, the stars. at the Cookville Art Studio on July 14th. Correct. What time? Four to eight. Four to eight. Got it. And so, if people want to find it online? It's on our website at cookvilleart.com. Okay. And our Facebook page at Cookville Art. And Cookville Art Studio hosts classes as well. Oh, we do. We have... Well, we're August is kind of a break month, and July is going to be kind of slow. But during the rest of the year, we have about 30 to 40 different classes or ongoing classes a month. And you teach? I teach. I, do, I don't do weekly classes. I do workshops. So mine will be maybe a Saturday afternoon or, sun, or Thursday night or something like that. I try to do classes where people who work can still come. And what kind of classes are you teaching? Are you doing abstract? Are you doing watercolor? I'm doing um, alcohol inks, which a lot of people Ooh. have never done. I don't. I don't even know what those are. It's well, it, think of a watercolor, but think with alcohol based. Okay, like rubbing alcohol. Okay, not the other kind of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, they react differently than watercolors, and you paint on a non-porous substrate. So, um, usually in my class, we start off with painting on glass. So that you can have a framed picture to take home. Cool. I, uh, paint on a, a polyurethane paper called Upo. You can paint on tile, things like that. It's just a really cool medium to paint with. I also teach acrylic pouring. Now that sounds cool. It's fun, and I deliberately make sure that it's totally abstract, okay. so that when you come, you don't have to draw. You don't have to say, I don't know how to. You That's just what have I to, need. You just I am have to so bad your, at drawing. <laughs> you just have to pick your favorite colors. Oh, perfect. Yes. And and I'll teach you how to do everything else. And you'll go home with a couple of canvases ready to hang on your wall. And are these classes online where, where you can sign up? Or how, how can people sign um, up for the classes? You can go to the website. And on our calendar of events, we have a calendar on there. And then we have another just below it, uh, an events listing. And it'll give you all the details. Okay. And then you can come into the art center or you can call us and sign up for the class. The classes are, we do charge for classes and the classes are based on what the teacher charges. So, um, and some classes include all materials, some classes don't. And we'll give you that, all that information when you call. Great. I'm Caroline Moore. And today I am chatting with local artist and art teacher, Terry Ritter. Now, teaching art is very different than doing art. Did yes. it come naturally to you to instruct people how to do it? It's hard to tell people what you're doing as you do it, right? <laughs> it is. Um, I love teaching. And um, when I teach a class, I show you what to do. Before you even get started, I'm going to explain it all to you, and then I'm going to show you what I'm doing. And then you're going to do it. People probably respond to that better anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, they look at it and go, oh, I can do that. And I try to make these the beginning classes very simple, very easy to do so that, you know, you don't sit there and go, mm. it's hard. You can get overwhelmed when you're a beginner you mm -hmm. and then it makes you want to quit altogether. Right. And <laughs> and I think that um, the acrylic pouring class and the alcohol ink classes are so much fun because you're not having to sit down and say, paint this landscape, paint this picture. I'm letting you just play and play with the colors and come up with something that's pleasing to your eye. Now, maybe the person across the room says, oh, that's nice. If you love it, it's beautiful. That's all that counts. 
that is all that counts. Yep. And it's kind of nice to release yourself from any sort mm-hmm. of expectations as well. <laughs> I had one student say to me, um, I was doing a class in my home, and we it was about three hours. And she said, I've never had so much fun and been so relaxed. And she said, I've never, ever had anything to do with art. I grew up in a sports family. Oh, okay. And I said, that's all I want you to do is have fun. Art should be fun. It should. And I think we forget that just because our culture is kind of built in a way where everything that we do needs to be productive and for something. And sometimes you just need to make something that's for you. It's okay if it's bad. (laughs) Well, and and I have a little neighbor girl that comes and paints. Oh, fun. She started when she was five years old and she's going on 11. And it took a while to get it through to her that no matter what she painted, if she liked it, no matter what her sister said, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was, you know, how siblings are. It's beautiful. And it's true to how you're feeling, too. Mm -hmm. It's where you were. Even if you don't like it, it's where you were at emotionally or just that day. That's why I think it's interesting. (laughs) Well, the fun thing about alcohol inks, too, is you could look at something that you've had five years and say, you know what? That was never finished. And you can put ink back on it and it reactivates it all if you haven't sealed it. And you could change your whole painting. I had no idea that you could do that. (laughs) That's so cool. Well, or you can paint over it. If you varnished it, you can still paint over it. Like I did with my painting from high school. Do you still teach in your home? You mentioned that you teach at home, or are you just at the art studio? I'm primarily at the art studio, but um, for some people, it's like, yeah, I can't do this or that. And it's like, well, okay, come on over to the house, and we'll go down to my studio and and work. Especially if it's your neighbor. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a studio at your home, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Are you there every day? No. I'm either at the art studio or there. Okay. But I have found... I was elected president of the art studio, and we're all volunteers. So I have found that my time can be totally there if I don't put on my calendar certain days painting. Okay. Painting. And that time, I look at, nope, don't schedule anything. You're home for painting. <laughs> That's the other thing. You have to make time for yourself. Yes, you do. And when you're president and you're doing all the business side and promoting and coming to the radio. <laughs> It can be hard. It, well, it's like today. I said, okay, I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to have lunch with my sister-in-law, and I'm going to go to the radio station. It's my day. <laughs> and her nails look great, by the way. They're a nice, subtle, sparkly blue. <laughs> <laughs> More with Terry Ritter after the break. Hello, and welcome back to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with local artist and art teacher, Terry Ritter. <laughs> Hi there. Hello, hello. Now, you are trained in art and painting, but you also went to school for communications and PR? I went to school and got uh, degrees in uh, public speaking and political science. Now, what prompted you to do that? Well, I had started college in, you know, right out of high school and then quit and went into the airlines. And when I was 30, I decided I wanted to go back and get my degree. And I realized at that nice age that I could do two degrees at one time. While still flying, right? While still flying. How did you manage all of that? <laughs> well, I think when you get older, you time manage better. And remember, I have layovers. So it was a choice. Do you go out or do you stay in and study? And I had really good flying partners, too. I mean, a lot of them helped me on long layovers, study for tests. Get the get out the flashcards. <laughs> yep. And they're like going through the textbooks and we're just, you know, getting ready for exams and things. So were you going to class in person in Chicago or how were you Actually, doing that? Actually, I was living in Florida. Okay. Flying. I was based out of Cleveland. 
So I would drive to Tampa from Sarasota, fly to Cleveland, go to work, fly home, have school, live, and go back. Wow. I'm sure you were the only one in your class doing that. I was the only one at that school doing that. But uh, commuting like that was not unusual for stewardesses at that time than flight attendants. A lot of uh, of us commuted. Right. I guess your body just gets used to it. But were you just exhausted all the time? I mean, especially with flight flight attending, are, are you just constantly wondering what time it is? <laughs> well, I did international for so long. And then I had a short break in there where I was about two years where I did domestic. And all of a sudden, the time changes hit me. I didn't realize how tired I had been. Um, and so that gave me a break. And I just jumped right back into international. Wow. Do you ever miss it? Do you ever miss flight attending? <laughs> I miss the layovers mm. because they were. I was one of those flight attendants that it was. I wanted to pick my flights based on where I could get out and see things and do things. Were you going to museums? What were you doing in the cities? Were you just oh, yeah. exploring, or exploring, did you exploring? Uh, going to museums. Um, you know, we might find out that we're, oh, San Jose is going to have a festival or Tokyo's having this going on or, you know, so you would bid your flights around doing things. Now, of course, if you bid Seoul, Korea, you went there for shopping. Oh, that was just shopping. <laughs> I would love to go. Yeah. It, what's your favorite city? Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. Why? Um, the people. The people are just so kind. They are? They are. Okay. And helpful. And I'd say that for Seoul, too. The same same attitude that... Um, if I asked somebody where something was, if I stopped in a store, they would literally almost walk you the six blocks to where you needed to go to make sure you got where you needed to be. Wonderful hospitality. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. One of my friends just went to Seoul and she said it was so easy to get around and yeah. that we got to go. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of intimidated my husband when I took him there shopping. <laughs> but the next day he was ready to go. <laughs> Do you see all of your years of travel in your art? How did that inform you? I got to see a lot of the great masters. I got to see a lot of techniques. I got to appreciate color more, I think, with seeing the wide variety of creation. And I'm very much a color person. Um, the color is more important to me almost than the composition. I have to work at composition because I spend a lot of time focusing on what colors I want to put in my painting. What inspires you the most? Is it seeing nature and all the colors in nature, or is it an internal feeling that you need to get out on the canvas? That. Okay. I mean, I will literally wake up during the night thinking, oh, I want to do this. I want to try this on the canvas. I have some um, folks that I love following their YouTubes because they try new things. And so I take some of the things that they do, and I try to not do what they're doing, but do it my way and add my color choices to it and my excitement into it and so that it's my voice. And isn't that interesting how much art and technology are intertwined? Oh, definitely. Isn't that great that you can get on YouTube and just learn these things? And learn these things, yeah. All, all sorts of techniques and right. follow people. <laughs> and take classes. Yes. Yes. I've, um, acrylic pouring is so much more than just pouring paint on a canvas. This, oh my gosh, there's math in there. There's science in there. And so I've had to learn a lot. I've had to learn how you mix different ingredients. I don't want to use the word necessarily chemicals, but mm -hmm. you are mixing with your paints. Um, 
to achieve stuff and how paints react with other paints because each brand makes their paint different. So they have different chemical reactions. I feel like a lot of artists or people, a lot of people think that artists are kind of hippie and don't really have a sense of time or anything. But all the artists I know, like you, are super knowledgeable and have their life together more than most people because you have to do so much. Yes. I mean, even if you paint in oils or watercolors, you have to plan out what you're going to do. Yes. You don't just sit down and say, oh, here I have a picture and I'm going to copy this picture. It never, you don't do that. There's science, there's math, there's deadlines. There's deadlines. <laughs> well, and there's a reaction, even in oil painting, your oil paints will react differently with you put too many colors together, you got mud. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, how did that happen? I thought I was just putting these three colors together. They look so nice. And it's now like, oh, what do I do? Scrape it off and start over. (laughs) I know. And that's hard. It takes a lot of personal inner determination and strength that you'll eventually get it right. Well, and when I do these large canvases and I have scraped some of them because they just haven't come out and you just take a big spatula and you scrape all that paint off and it makes a whole new color because you just mix but I'll use that on something. With your degree in communications and PR and political science, right? Yes. <laughs> are are you using that still to this day as president I of the art so. studio? Um when I really got involved with the art studio, I was just amazed that they had been was at first was the Cumberland Art League, then Art Society, and now we're Cookville Art. But that organization has existed for 60 years. And they've been in that building for 45. And I would bet that 90% of the people I talked to didn't know we existed. So my goal became get out there and publicly we're here. I do I get involved with everything that the chamber does, because that's a chance to get out and network. And for me, networking is public speaking. Public speaking doesn't have to be just getting up in front of a crowd. Those people now come and say, oh, yes, we, we rent our facility for lunches and things like that. So, um, And we donate it for different community organizations also. We set up the tables. They come in. They bring their lunch. And we can hold 50, 60 people in there for lunch. We have a huge studio. Remind everybody where the studio is. It's at 186 South Walnut Avenue, Suite A. If you know where the senior center is. Our building's on the back side of it. We face Walnut Park. But, you know, a lot of people don't know there's a Walnut Park. No, they probably pass it all the time all and the time. have no idea. And there's a nice park back there with the gazebos. Mm-hmm. and It's just off Spring. Path. Yes, just south of Spring mm-hmm. on Walnut. Um, and our phone number is 931-526-2424. We're open 10 to 5, or I'm sorry, 10 to 4, Monday through Saturday. And you have an art show coming up, yes. too. We have about 1,100 square foot gallery there. It's probably one of the biggest around. Huge, yes. And um, myself, my husband Skip, and Justin Blackman are going to be opening an art show July 5th. Um, We'll be having, Justin's going to be showing paintings. I'll have paintings. Um, My husband is a wood turner, so he'll have a lot of his woodworking there. Did you have a certain theme for this show? How did this all come about? Well, um, I just booked the studio or the the gallery and just decided to start painting. (laughs) And then I ended up having wrist surgery and had a cast on my arm for seven weeks. And I thought, I am never going to be ready to fill four walls. And so Justin came in one day. I said, Justin, would you like (laughs) to go in on the show with us? And he walked in. He says, yeah, I think I could get enough ready for then. So he's joining us. And uh, are you someone who needs deadlines in order to get things done? Like, oh, I got a show. 
if I don't book it, then I'm never going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. how I am. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've been going kind of crazy the last few weeks getting ready because with this art medium, it takes days for something to dry. It's not like a watercolor that's dry. And, you know, you're, I've got, I can't even varnish it, say, for 72 hours. Wow. Yeah. So what I don't have done by, say, next Wednesday it will not be in the show. And can people buy paintings at the show? Absolutely. Okay. Um, All our work will be for sale. Also, when you come in, all the paintings in the lobby and in the hallways are members' artwork, and they're for sale. So if you need gifts, this is the perfect place to come. You don't want to do the Christmas gift scramble. Do it in July. Yep. (laughs) Oh, and I have one other event I want to talk about. Oh, please do. July 18th through the 22nd, we have an art kids camp. Oh, fun. It's going to be Monday through Friday from 10 to 2, um, and the ages are for 6 to 12-year-olds. It's only $100 for the week and $50 for a sibling, and that includes all the art supplies. And they're going to do two different projects a day, basically. Um, I want to go. Yeah. (laughs) We have one of our ceramic instructors is coming in, and they're going to actually make a bowl. Oh, fun. And then she's going to fire it during the week. And then they'll, on Friday, they'll glaze it and she'll fire it and they'll be able to come back and get a bowl. Then they go home and eat their cereal in. I love doing that stuff as a child. All yeah. uh, Talking about this makes me want to go back and take classes. <laughs> well, and Justin's going to come and do paper collage. Oh, fun. And then on Friday, he's going to come back and they're all going to paint whatever they've made. Oh, that's cool. He made those great pigs. Yes. So, for the for the blue pig fundraiser. <laughs> that's what made you know, that's I think why he decided he'd do that. It'd be fun and kids enjoy those. We'll do um one lady's gonna make dino eggs. Oh fun. I don't know if, <laughs> if you don't know what they are, you have to come and take the class. They sound fun. They're gonna make birdhouses out of gourds. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a pouring. So they're going to paint on a canvas, but they're also going to do masks. Oh, I remember doing that as a yeah. child. This sounds so fun. Yeah. So there's going to be something different all day. And we just have the kids bring their own lunch so we don't have to deal with um, allergies. Uh, so 10 to 2, bring your own lunch. It's a great time. And what's the website again and phone number just to remind everybody? Cookvilleart.com is the website. Phone number is 931-526-2424. And where can people find you online? At, you can find us at Facebook okay. at Cookville Art or or find me. Yes, Terry. Oh, me at Ritter's Arts. Ritter's Arts. Well, com. Terry, thank you so much for coming to Local Matters. It's been a pleasure. I've, this has just been a great time to sit and chat. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you all next week.